on AM 1430 Fairchild Radio.
Ah, yeah, there you go. The Pogues and Fiesta. There's a lively one to uh, to kick things off there. And a very good morning to all of our listeners. Kyologus uh, is crack here. And uh, it's Mr. O'Brien here on Mike's side. I'm solo in the studio today. Uh, there's supposed to be a couple of people joining me, but uh, they're going to be calling in instead. But I'm looking forward to chatting to a couple of couple of people from Meath. But um, on the line here now is the man himself. Um, Kenny, good morning. Are you uh, Are you frosty down there in Michigan today? It's uh, it's a wee bit mild now, uh, Mark. It's um, a little bit wet down here this morning. Oh, so uh, yeah. I suppose better rain than uh, shoveling snow. But uh, anyway, it would be grand, you know. Always, always. Have you uh, have you come down from Earth now after that big All Blacks game that you attended last weekend? Well, I'll tell you, it's tough. Very I tough bet. now. Uh, that, was, that was something else. Amazing. Uh, so it was. Great, great atmosphere, obviously, in the stadium, and the country was just buzzing all week there. And it was the uh, it was the, the topic of conversation for everyone. And I had a uh, the only coat I had packed with me was my uh, my Irish rugby coat, <laughs> and uh, everybody was, of course, making comments. Oh, you're wearing it with pride. You're wearing it with pride. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm wearing it because I'm cold as well. My own yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the only reason I had her on. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, no, it was it was magical. Now it really was, and uh, of course they take on the US today now in the in the final of the autumn series. Yeah, so um, that should be it. Should be interesting. It's it's a brand new lineup basically. So great for some of these fellas to be getting their uh, their their caps in. So yeah, all I, good. I think I read where there's an Irish fella on the American team as well, right? Fella from, there's actually two. Uh, two. A fella from Paul Mullen from Inishmore. Uh, is uh, will be uh, starting for the USA and a fellow that we should see coming off the bench, a fellow called Dylan Fawcett, is a New York-based Wexford man. All right. He'll be uh, he'll be making an appearance there as well. So fair play to those lads. Yeah, your man Paul Mullen. Um, he of course grew up on Inishmore, but uh, started playing rugby when he went to, as I say, the mainland, which of course is just another big island. But yeah. anyway. Started playing rugby there, and uh, he played with a lot of the lads that would be lining out for Ireland. He played uh, in under-18s, under-19s, and under-20s for Munster. Yeah. And uh, the last time he played at the Aviva, actually, was a Munster-Connacht game, Leinster-Ulster, in 2010. So uh, he has a bit of history there with uh, the Aviva. So anyway, yeah. Very good. And I see our own Canadians took up the uh, the last qualifying spot for Japan. I don't know if you saw that yesterday I did, or not. yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's great news. Uh, Canada are true. I think they were expected to be there, but um, yeah, they went the circuitous route and beat Germany last week and then followed up with a great win this week against Hong Kong. So, nice to see Canada there. We'll have a couple of, we'll have a, a multicoloured flag going there, Kenny, for a bit. We will indeed, yeah, <laughs> and it's, uh, it's amazing. They have made every World Cup since its inception, so wow. that's a that's a nice wee record. Now they are in fierce tough. Yeah, they have New Zealand, South Africa, Namibia, and they'll be facing Conor Murray's Italian side to kick the whole tournament off for themselves in in late September. So mm. that uh, that's going to be a tough ask for for the uh, for the Canadian team. But fair play to them, and I was delighted to see that they've made it through. So yeah, we'll have to have the old Maple Leaf flying. We, we will, of course. There, we will, of course. Yeah. And big news for the boys in green, of course. Um, uh, Messrs. Uh, O'Neill and Keane are no longer uh, running the show there. And it uh, looks like Big Mick is about to be announced as the Mick McCarthy as the new Irish manager. See if they can turn things around there, pal. What do you make of that one? 
What's old is new again. It uh, is yeah. uh, unbelievable. I, I'm, you know, I, I heard him interviewed there a few weeks ago, and uh, you know, he didn't want to obviously come out and say that that's the job he'd be after because he didn't want to comment on on a job that was already filled by somebody. But it, it is amazing that we've gone back to to Mick McCarthy. He's probably the safe hands, you know, for now. Yeah, yeah. But uh, right. I, I I thought maybe Stephen Kenny there, the, the manager in the dock, uh, would be a, would have been also a very good choice. Just at this stage, where we're in a bit of no man's land, you know, mm-hmm. and um, it's it's interesting. It looks like Robbie Keane is going to be in the backroom staff too. They're talking about so. Yeah, yeah. That's also an interesting move. You know, he's been doing a bit of coaching. I think he's a player manager, is it in India? I think is what he is right now. But uh, yeah, 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 all very interesting. Interesting days around the whole soccer scene in 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 Ireland, and uh, of course that dominated the the news while I was over there as well. And we had the, all the good news of the rugby, and then you know this disaster that we have in terms of in terms of soccer. So, uh, yeah. yeah, it looks like Mick McCarthy will be back in there. He's more mature, I suppose, now, and uh, yeah. I suppose the irony of him coming in after King gets fired too. You know, with the whole Saipan <laughs> thing. So, yeah, I'm sure he'd be out to to prove a point as well. And uh, I think the so. One, the yeah. one criticism of of Mick has always been he's never been particularly good at kind of buying good players. So. That's not an issue when you're managing an international team. Um, he just needs to have an eye for where to, uh, you know, where to um, where to play people and how to play th- play them and what kind of a system he wants to adopt. Because certainly what they're doing isn't working. So, good luck to yeah, him. Sure, we don't. We sure. hope the best of success to him. Right. Oh, we'll back him anyway. Whoever gets in there, and if it is him, yeah, we'll we'll throw our support behind him and see what he can do to to turn things around. I think the players will have a lot of respect for him. So yeah, I agree. He, you know, he he did some some good things with with Ipswich uh, when he was over there in uh, in the in England. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. You know. Yeah, very good. Very hey, a good. big shout out there uh, to Kelly Harrington. I don't know if you saw that she won gold at the Women's Boxing World Championship in New Delhi. There, brilliant. Uh, last night, so a fantastic win. Oh, she beat uh, Thailand's Sudaporn Sisundi, and uh, she now joins your man Michael Conlon and, of course, Katie Taylor mm. as only one of uh, three Irish boxers in history to conquer the world at amateur level. So that's uh, that's pretty phenomenal, isn't it? Excellent. Yeah, that's wonderful. Great stuff. Good altogether. stuff. And uh, Don and Lowry are paired up in. Um down in uh, Melbourne, um, they had a, a good a good round today, but a bad round yesterday. So they're in the top ten at the moment, but uh, eight shots adrift of the Belgians. Did you happen to catch any of the Tiger Phil showdown yesterday? I tell you, I did not. I had no <laughs> interest at all in that, and uh, I read the reports on it today. And boy, am I delighted! I didn't waste the hours watching it. How much yeah, it felt? Yeah. Um, I, I did. I watched about. Uh, I didn't buy it. Uh, my neighbour did, so I went into his place for a bit, and he had a whole <laughs> bunch of lads over, and they made a bit of fun out of it. They would. They were betting themselves. Any time the tiger and uh, Phil would bet, that the two two lads in the in the room would bet with each other as well. But they were betting ten dollars <laughs> instead of hundreds of thousands of dollars. <laughs> I hope they donated it to charity too. I think they, no, I don't think that happened. I don't think that happened. Well, well, listen. Last weekend uh, we went down to the Irish Embassy to watch the um, uh, to watch the rugby game, and I bumped into um, a lovely lady by the name of Rachel Brown. And uh, I was supposed to pick up Rachel to come in and join me in studio. Uh, she's working for a recruitment company here. And um, unfortunately, we didn't make it work. But she's going to call in here and kind of co-host a show with me over the phone. Um, so oh, she'll be calling around 11.25 and uh, a lovely young girl from Mead and um, I look forward to chatting to her a little bit but um, I'm solo in the studio I'll tell you man I I, um, I have to tell you I miss you a lot 
Haven't seen you for ages. Oh, sure now. Shall I see you next uh, weekend? Been, you've done a hat trick of shows without me. Oh, sure, and yeah. Fair play to you. Yeah. And I've listened in and enjoyed it. Enjoyed them all. You're doing brilliant. Yeah. There. Well, now Rachel picked the songs as well, unfortunately. And uh, I did have to remind her that it was an Irish show. So, oh, but she, she picked some crackers here. And, um, did she? Good. She good. did indeed. She did indeed. So uh, now this is one that she didn't pick. I'm going to play a different tune here. These are our lads that have played at um, on the Sunday at the golf club. There was a young fella playing up on the stage and he has a band called Drops of Green, Kenny. And uh, this one, that. this is a tune. It's called Ireland, I'm Coming Home. And uh, I know you just left there, but you'll be going back again soon. So I thought I'd play oh, this sure, one for yeah. you. Sure, sure play there. Right. Thanks, William. Well, we keep her going there. And good luck to Brogan in her tournament down there. I hope uh, she brings Thanks in a few much. goals. And, um, I will be cheering her on. Good man. Okay, pal. Thanks a million. We'll see you next week. Sounds Go good, on. Kenny. See you, pal. Bye. They say Mother Earth is breathing With each wave that finds the shore Her soul rises in the evening her to open twilight's door Her eyes are the stars in heaven Watching o'er us all the while And her heart it is in Ireland Deep within the Emerald Isle We are forty against hundreds In someone else's bloody war We know not why we're fighting Or what we're dying for They will storm us in the morning When the sunlight turns to sky Death is waiting for its dance now Fate has sentenced us to die Ireland, I am coming home I can see her rolling fields of green And fences made of stone I am reaching now Won't you take my hand, I'm coming home Ireland Now the captain, he lay peeping I can hear him calling me These men are yours now for the leading Show them to their destiny As I look up all around me I see the ragged, tired and torn And I tell them to make ready Cause we're not waiting for the morn Ireland, I am coming home I can see rolling fields of green And fences made of stone I am reaching now Won't you take my hand I'm coming home, Ireland Now the fog is deep and heavy As we forge a dark and fear We can hear their horses breathing as in silence we draw near There are no words to be spoken 
just a look to say goodbye. I draw breath and night has broken as I scream our battle cry. Ireland, I am coming home. I can see your old and fields of green and fences made of stone. I am reaching now. Won't you take my hand? I'm coming home. I When you think of Irish tradition, what comes to mind? Live music, great hospitality, and a pub atmosphere of laughter and song imported from the Emerald Isle itself. And one of Ireland's greatest imports is the Keane family, serving up the finest fare and crack this side of County Galway since 1991 at the Galway Arms. The family-owned pub has been charming patrons since, well, last century, and as a result attracts some of the GTA's greatest Irish characters. Known far and wide for its chef-designed menu and traditional Irish music, it's also Toronto's home of Gaelic games live from Ireland on the big screens. You can like them on Facebook, and you're sure to like them in person. Visit thegalwayarms.ca to view daily specials. The Galway Arms, your home away from home, and not too far from home, at 838 the Queen's way in Etobicoke. Call 416-251-0096. Make a date and make it for the Galway Arms. All right, get down there to the Galway Arms. Always a bit of crack going on down there. Good stuff. Okay, well now it is time to go to uh, the nation's capital and get the news from Ireland. Good morning, Desmond. How are you today? Um. Good morning there, Mark. Doing great up here in the nation's capital. And good morning, folks. Desmond Voy here with the news from Ireland. The news is brought to you by our friends at Aer Lingus. Here are the top stories that are making headlines in Ireland. Our top story this morning. A bad day for business between Northern Ireland and Canada with word that Quebec-based aircraft manufacturer Bombardier will be shedding nearly 500 jobs at its plant in Belfast. The company is shedding 10% of its worldwide workforce, about 5,000 jobs in total, with 490 of those full-time jobs set for the chop in Belfast. There could also be spin-off job losses for contract workers and agency workers, too. The company employs about 4,000 staffers in the six counties. Quote, we acknowledge the impact this will have on our workforce and their families, the company said in a statement to the Belfast Telegraph. But the company added that the cuts were necessary to improve efficiency and ensure long-term competitiveness. Well, a follow-up on a sports story that we brought you last week. RTE News reports that three Mullingar Town players and a spectator involved in an assault on soccer referee Daniel Sweeney at a recent match in County West Mead have been handed long-term bans. Sweeney was left with serious facial injuries, including a broken jaw, after a game between Mullingar Town and Horsley United. The Combined Counties Football League ruled that the three players have each been banned from all football activity under the jurisdiction of the Football Association of Ireland for 40 years. The spectator had already received a lifetime ban for a previous assault on a referee in 2007, and he had his ban extended to all football activity covered by the FAI. 
The club, meanwhile, has been fined 500 euros, has to appoint an independent liaison officer to assist with match officials, and come up with a plan to improve volunteer deficiency. In health news this morning, a County Sligo woman has been recognised as the world's longest-serving, longest, longest-surviving rather, single lung transplant recipient. Vera Dwyer, 77, was diagnosed with lung disease about 30 years ago. She received her lung transplant in the United Kingdom in 1988 because such procedures were not available in Ireland at the time. Dwyer was given a gold medallion from the Irish Heart and Lung Transplant Association at an event at the Matter Hospital in Dublin earlier this week. In legal news this week, the fallout from the Belfast rugby rape trial continues this week with a recommendation that the public be excluded from serious sexual assault court proceedings in Northern Ireland. Retired Court of Appeal Judge John Gillen led an independent review following the acquittal of Irish rugby international Paddy Jackson and Stuart Olding on rape charges in Belfast earlier this year. Gillen made more than 220 draft recommendations, including restricting access to serious sexual crime trials to only close family members of the alleged, of the alleged and to the media, the defendant, and the mainstream media, rather. The public is already excluded in such cases in court in the Republic of Ireland. Other recommendations include pre-recording a cross-examination and taping it outside of a court setting and allowing a judge to consider whether certain questions can be asked of an accused before the trial. In August, the Dublin government appointed National University of Ireland Galway lecturer, law lecturer Tom O'Malley to examine how sexual assault trials are conducted in the Republic. In our local news matters segment, we head west to the province of Connacht and we begin with the Connacht Telegraph, which reports on what it calls, quote, a cause for grave concern, specifically the dilapidated condition of the crucifixion monument at the entrance to the old cemetery at the Lana Road in Castlebar, County Mayo. The main structure was was erected just inside the main gate in 1932, but is now disintegrating and needs attention urgently, including a new coat of paint. Historian Ernie Sweeney said that it gives a poor first impression of the cemetery, with people tracing their family lineage or walking to the Mayo Peace Garden walking by, and that it should now be restored. In other news, embarrassment is now, quote, punishment enough for at least one County Sligo judge. The Sligo champion reports that Jason O'Mahony, 41, of Sligo Town, fell off a bridge into the Garavogue River after getting drunk on a night out. He was charged with being intoxicated in public at Rockwood Parade this past May 29th. Quote, I'm very guilty, I fell over the bridge, O'Mahony told the court this week. It was sobering, trust me, and very cold. District Court Judge Kevin Kilrain said that that was, quote, punishment in itself. Hearing that O'Mahony did not have any previous convictions, the judge applied the Probation Act to him, leaving him without a criminal conviction. Now, an entertainment story from Galway now. You've heard that some singers are divas. Well, Tomb Herald has found one member of a duet who is a real ass. No doubt by now you've heard and seen of Harriet the Singing Donkey, who lives near Carrow in Connemara. Well, earlier this week, the ITV breakfast show This Morning decided to see if Tomb singer Orla Tighe could accompany Harriet in song on live television this past Monday. Sadly for Tighe, despite her dulcet tones, Harriet pulled a total diva move and remained silent as the cameras rolled. Good marks to Herald reporter Jacqueline Hogg, who reminded us of the old adage that performers should never work with children or animals. And there you go, folks. That was the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our good friends at Aer Lingus. Forget Black Friday, get ready for Cyber Monday and Aer Lingus' great new cyber deal ongoing now. 
Get $50 off on round-trip flights from Toronto to Dublin and Europe. Book by this Wednesday, November the 28th at www.airlingus.ca. That's That deal is round-trip per person, includes air transportation charges, taxes, and fees. Restrictions apply. Now you're up to date. Now it's back to Toronto with Keolagus Crack and Mark O'Brien. Until next week, folks, Slan go foil. Don't forget your shovel if you want to go to work. Oh, don't forget your shovel if you want to go to work. Don't forget your shovel if you want to go to work. Or you'll end up where you came from like the rest of us. <laughs> Digging. How could he do and don't forget your shoes and socks and shirt and tie and all. No, don't forget your shoes and socks and shirt and tie and all. Don't forget your shoes and socks and shirt and tie and all. Mr. Murphy's afraid you'd make a claim if you take a fall. Was it Not too bad. No, the legal Oh, we want to go to heaven, but we're always digging holes. Oh, we want to go to heaven, but we're always digging holes. Yeah, we want to go to heaven, but we're always thinking holes. Well, there's one thing you can say, we know where we are going, no? Any chance to start? No. Okay. How do the eagle go? And if you want to do it, don't you do it again the wall. If you want to do it, don't you do it again the wall. Never seen a tiler in the building side at all. There's a shed up in the corner where they won't see you at all. Mind your sandwiches. How to deal it Enoch Powell will give us a job digging away to on the skull. Enoch Powell will give us a job digging away to on the skull. Enoch Powell will give us a job digging away to on the skull. And when we're finished digging, then we close the hole and all. Now there's. 6,559 paddies over there in London all trying to dig their way back down to Skull and very few of them boys is going to get back at all. I think that's terrible. <laughs> don't forget your shovel if you want to go to work. Oh, don't forget your shovel if you want to go to work. Oh, don't forget your shovel if you want to go to work. Or you'll end up where you came from like the rest of us. So, oh, digging, digging, digging. All right, there you go. The man himself, Christy Moore. And um, that song actually was um, was a request from a lady I have on the line right now. In fact, uh, as I think, as I mentioned earlier, she put together all the tunes for the show this morning. And uh, unfortunately, she couldn't join me here live. Thanks to the TTC and, and all their hard work there and being thrown onto a bus. But I'm delighted that we're able to still have a chat over the phone here. Good morning. Rachel Brown joins me on the line. Rachel, all the way from County Mead, a new immigrant to our wonderful country. Good morning. How are you doing there? Good morning, Mark. How are you? Ah, I'm great. We love the Irish accents, just so you know. This, we crave it. We crave it. Kenny didn't make enough for you this morning. No, no. I'm sure his is all watered down now. I don't know what he's saying half the time anyway. This, this, ah, Chief, you need a translator up there. This, uh, Sligo, this Sligo Canada thing, I don't know what he's saying half the time. So... Now, I heard a lovely rendition of Don't Forget to Shovel if you want to go to work earlier on this week. Actually, yesterday, <laughs> by a, a, a local man, um, I think his name is Mark. 
Yeah. Oh, what was it? O'Brien, is it? I thought is that it? would give you I thought that would give you a bit of a lift, all right. I, I always have I, images. I, I do that a lot with friends. I'll I'll sing an Irish song instead of leaving a voicemail. And uh, <laughs> it 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 often results in a little bit of laughter anyway. So Well it worked. Yeah. Well, yeah, deadly, deadly. So what's the crack with you? You're um when did you get out to Canada? So we moved over here six weeks ago. Um wow. very exciting, just in time for all the snow and the cold. <laughs> <laughs> everybody said to me, everybody warned us, oh, look, you know, you've nothing to worry about until January. It'll be fine. It was quite, you know, <laughs> it gets a bit rainy, but nothing you're not used to. And then, bang on, four weeks in, loads of snow. And it's very cold. <laughs> yeah, it's cold. <laughs> this week was cold. Now, I wasn't in Toronto this week, but I was somewhere cold as well. But, uh, <laughs> oh, you skipped it. <laughs> I skipped it, yeah. I went out to the Maritimes and uh, I was in Halifax oh, and Moncton and it was quite cold out there as, as well. A lot of snow as well. But um, yeah, you got a, your first your first taste of it. Now, had you been to Canada before you moved here six I weeks had, ago? I had been out in September just to scope out offices and, yeah. and recruit on, on the ground and get things kind of rolling a bit, get a feel for the place and the whole lot. But our CEO was actually out here this week, just in time for the snow, and the coldest day in the in the year or so. <laughs> um, so at least they all know how it works now. That learner. <laughs> so I know, I sort of got... So we um, we came over to set up a new office of our recruitment company. So mm-hmm. I'm with Osborne Recruitment. Yeah. And Osborne, um, if anybody who has worked in Ireland for the last 20 years, so we're 22 years old this year, mm-hmm. um, which is very exciting for everybody, lots of candles. Wonderful. Um, and basically, we decided to open up our first international office here. Um, so I got the lovely job of getting pushed over, coat and all. Thank yeah. God, if they sent me over there, the coat would have been a, har- a hairy ordeal, <laughs> I think. <laughs> but um, no, basically, our CEO, Shona, took over in um, in 2013 and since then she's opened five offices. She was um, top 150 women in Europe this week. Wow. Which is amazing and celebrating it in Canada as well I think is something to step back and go oh, I wonder what my five years is going to hold if that's what yours holds. <laughs> Nothing to compare I think. Um, but it's amazing achievement. So in four years she set up four offices in Dublin mm-hmm. Um for coming from Fitzwilliam, which everybody knows. Yep. Um, and then, out from that, sorry, you're going to get a blast in the street. After that then, um, we decided, it was decided by the guys to set up over in Toronto. So, um, they've been recruiting over here for the last five years. It really got us through the recession, as you know. Yeah. Um, it kind of sent a lot of people over here um, through the 80s and then again, uh, just a few years ago. There seems to be a huge influx of Irish and I think we're just getting ahead of the storm for another load to come. So you were you were placing people in Canada, people from Ireland uh, in Canada, and f- like uh, and doing that from Ireland, from an office in Ireland, right? Yeah. So um, basically, our team of directors and Emma, one of our managers, would come over and, and meet the companies here for the skills that were short at the time. So yeah. engineering, you know, mechanical engineers, process engineers, construction based engineers, and um, civil. And it goes to like Saskatchewan, um, Calgary, Alberta, yeah. um, and build bridges there. They build connections with really big companies, and we're really happy to still have really good relationships and partnerships with them today. Yeah. And um, so it made it a lot easier for me to make those move over. Let me tell you. <laughs> Wonderful. And uh, where did you end up opening the office in the end? Downtown somewhere? Yeah. So we're downtown. We're in the Exchange Tower. Lovely. Um, you might have noticed our team. Two of us moved over from Ireland. I uh, want to meet them. One from Cavan. 
Yep. Um, he has he has actually emptied the pockets out and bought a heavy coat. Yo, so we're all surprised. That's great. That's, um, <laughs> talk about talk about shedding the reputation. Very good. Oh, exactly. And you'll notice us every time you walk down Pink Street West with the group two that walk down with their heads up, <laughs> eyes straight up to the sky, getting over. I think the tallest building we were just saying the other day at work is in Ireland is about 20 stories. Um, and we're already on the 18th floor. Wow. I know. So if you get lost in the lift, you might hear cries from me. Yeah. Oh, very good, very good. Yeah, so, that, so we're finding it brilliant. That's great, that's great. And um, you're you're very welcome to Canada. And um, I have to tell time. you now, this was some line of tunes that you put together for me. We've got, what have I got here? We've got the sick note. I'm just looking at the list here. We've got, yeah. um, oh, we've got Dolly Parton. we got, oh, there's a one, Sheena East. I had not heard that song for a long time now. Can't wait to play that yeah. one. I tell you what, if you sing another song for me, I'll sing a bit of that for you. No, no, I won't sing now because, you know, we might drop, <laughs> we might drop, listenership could go from seven to four and that would be, you know, that would be tantamount to disaster here for us, so. Um, just a smidge. Just a smidge, yeah. So listen, I'm, I'm going to play a tune here and um, will we will we have another chat maybe in about another 10 minutes? I've got a few other questions for yeah. you and um, we'll, uh, we'll reconnect in, um, I'll let you hang up here and I'll play, or you can listen if you want. Um, I'm going to play the sick note here for you now. It's a bit of a funny one, for sure. All right, I'll chat to you in a couple of minutes. All right. Thank you. Talk to you soon. All right. Dear sir, I write this note to you to tell you of me plight and at the time of writing I am not a pretty sight me body is all black and blue me face a deathly grey and I write this note to say why Paddy's not at work today while working on the 14th floor some bricks I had to clear now to throw them down from such a height it was not a good idea the foreman wasn't very pleased, he being an awkward sod. He said I'd have to cart them down the ladders in me hod. Now, clearing all these bricks by hand, it was so very slow. So I hoisted up a barrel and secured the rope below. But in me haste to do the job, I was too blind to see that a barrel full of building bricks was heavier than me. So when I untied the rope, the barrel fell like lead. And clinging tightly to the rope, I started up instead. While I shot up like a rocket, till to my dismay I found that halfway up I met the bloody barrel coming down. (laughs) Well, the barrel broke me shoulder as to the ground it sped. And when I reached the top, I banged the pulley with me head While I clung on tight though numb with shock From this almighty blow And the barrel spilled out half the bricks Fourteen floors below Now, when these bricks had fallen From the barrel to the floor I then outweighed the barrel And so started down once more Still clinging tightly to the rope I sped towards the ground And I landed on the broken bricks that were all scattered round. Well, I lay there groaning on the ground. I thought I'd passed the worst. 
When the barrel hit the pulley wheel and then the bottom burst, while a shower of bricks rained down on me, I hadn't got a hope as I lay there moaning on the ground. I let go the bloody rope. <laughs> the barrel then being heavier, it started down once more and landed right across me as I lay upon the floor. Well, it broke three ribs and my left arm, and I can only say that I hope you'll understand why Paddy's not at work today. The Quinn family invite you to visit downtown Toronto's oasis of Irish hospitality at the Irish Embassy, 49 Young Street at Wellington, and PJ O'Brien's at 39 Colborne, just behind the King Edward Hotel. The Irish Embassy, a landmark of classic architecture, is your downtown destination for drinks, snacks, lunch, or dinner. Call 416-866-8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416-815-7562. All right. Of course, I was down at the Irish Embassy last week, and that's where I met uh, Rachel. So I'm glad we were able to connect, and I will connect with her again in maybe another five or six minutes. And uh, we had Ken on here a little bit earlier today, and uh, usually we cover off a little bit of uh, football or GA or whatever is going on. But it's, uh, it's still all the club stuff that's going on, although there are some very interesting things going on on some rule changes that are uh, up for discussion, which um, we'll follow very closely. But there's a couple of big uh, club football games taking place tomorrow. Uh, Ballantubber, the Mayo champions, are taking on the Corofin uh, from Galway. Corofin, of course, have had consecutive years of, uh, of competing for the uh, for the All Ireland Club Senior Football Championship, and they're right there again, and they take on Ballantubber. That game is tomorrow at eight thirty local time, and also in the Leinster, the Leinster they're still playing the semi final of the club in Leinster, and uh, Mullinalacta from Longford are taking on Aero Og tomorrow from Carlow, and uh, the Dublin champions Kilmacud Croaks take on Portleash tomorrow, and uh, both the one ga- the first game is at eight thirty, and the Portleash Kilmacud game is at nine o'clock tomorrow. And the Munster Club Senior Football Championship is also on tomorrow with Dr. Croaks from Kerry, uh, the Gooch's Club, taking on St. Joseph's from Milltown Malbay. Um, in hurling last weekend, there was a cracker of a game between uh, Dublin champions Ballyboden and St. Endas as they scored 5-28 to beat Coolderry Offaly 5-28 to 5-25. And Nave Aina from Wexford won 4-11 to 6-21 over Bally... Uh, sorry, it was uh, Nave Aina 4-11 Ballyhale Shamrock 621. So it'll be Ballyhale and Ballyboden in the final in Leinster. And uh, Napiershig were beaten by Ballygunner from Waterford in the Munster Senior Hurling Championship. Napiershig, of course, last week's winners go down to uh, the fellas from uh, Waterford there, Ballygunner. So they'll be very disappointed with that. But by all accounts, Ballygunner have, uh, <clears throat> have it gunning this year. All right. We'll keep it going here with a bit of music. And um, I will. Um, uh, this is uh, one of uh, Rachel's picks here. And this is uh, Sheena Easton. Okay, let's do it.
Now that one goes out to uh, to Ken there. He's listening in from uh, from Michigan, and uh, Ken's a big fan of Sheena Easton. I think she's Sheena Easton's from Mayo, I believe. Anyway, we've got um, Rachel back on the line here, hello, standing hello, hello. in standing in a doorway down there. Are you somewhere? I am indeed. I'm standing in, in Lawrence. I've never been up this far, so it's an adventure every day. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. where the, the the bus kicks us out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a planes, trains, and automobiles day for you there. Yeah, it's an adventure every day. You know, I you know. I, Grand Isle Irish weather today as well. Yeah, yeah, it's perfect now. Hey, listen, would you? No, you, you never um, mentioned any of the ladies' names there. Um, did I not? No, no. I think you might have left out where toast ladies are playing the All Ireland finals. For. I definitely left that out. You're right. Throw that in there for anybody you're, who might be interested. I didn't ask you where you were from in Mead, but you're a Ratoth GAA member. Are you a card carrying I member? Am, that's it. Ratoth ladies all the way. Oh, brilliant. And who are they playing in the final? It's the Kamoki that they're playing in. Oh, the and they're Kamogi. playing against the team in Monaghan. I can't pronounce the name. But. Oh, but, the, <laughs> but you can pronounce Ratoth. Yeah. I'm not going to try. I can pronounce Ratoth, 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 Ratoth. Yeah, yeah. There's a great... I don't like pronouncers. The, 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 the long for champions are Mullanalacta. And uh, I'm sure oh I'm Lord. sure I'm clobbering it somehow. I don't think that that's exactly how it's pronounced, but maybe I got it right. No one's going to go to Longford to check anyway. No, no, and we clearly <laughs> don't have Longford listeners uh, because they're not they're not taking pokes at me here. So, hey, uh, so so did you uh, move? Did you move out on your own, or do you have a fella there? I brought a fella with me because nobody would feed him if I left him at home. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, is he is he behaving himself out here? He is, he's loved for this. He's a toast man as well. Yeah. Um, so we'll have to get him into St. Pat's to get him going as well. I work in recruitment, but could get him a job. He found one by himself. Oh, very good. Very good. I know. Very well done. Um, so Marky came over here with me and he's doing very happy. He hasn't run for the hills anyway. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's go. Keep an eye on him though because there's, there's you know, mo- most of them do when you come over here and they, they see, you know, they've they, they got the starry eyes and stuff. So just keep a close eye on him. The exotic women. Yeah, that's it. There's tons of them here. <laughs> um, so listen, what would be, um, you know, uh, we were t- just going back to your uh, recruitment there. What are uh, some of the tips that you might have for people looking for work? Because uh, you're not, you're not just, uh, you're not just uh, placing Irish people, are you? You're placing Canadians no, and Canadian no, no. companies. Oh, it's, it's, it's a business. No, we're here. We're here to to make our footprint as a Canadian company and to really start pushing out bigger connections with Canadian companies um, and companies that we already have relationships with as well. And the fact that we're Irish means that we can do a bit of both and still help people coming over as well as help people that are more established and that have been here for a long time Um, and kind of embed ourselves. And and if I start saying for sure every second sentence, I think I'm going to get there myself. Um, (laughs) But the thing about it is, is that a lot of the things that we do, like we focus on making sure that it's the right person in the right role as opposed to just shoving as many squares into round pegs as possible. There's a fire station giving us a cheer as well. Um, <laughs> so, so basically what we do is um, we have clients who present to different jobs, then we'll go out to markets and we'll find people that fit those right roles. Um, but the biggest thing that we do is help the people that bring, come into us as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll give everybody tips and tricks. I have a few here today for anybody who's looking in. Anybody at all is happy to give us a shout. So I'll, I'll give you our number there. It's 416-860-6214. Um, and you can catch us at osbornrecruitment.ca as well. Um, and there's tips and things there. There's our contact details. Anybody who's, who's here a while and is looking for work or has 
gotten off boat, looking for a bit of help and getting going, feel free to give us a shout. We're very happy to help. We've all been there. Um, we have some established staff here, so we have members on our team who have mm-hmm. been living in Canada, are Canadian, and have been recruiting in Canada for years, have a lot of wealth of experience across the board on the ground, as well as ourselves, who, like I have international experience, so I recruited in Australia and Ireland for a year. Um, and our directors have recruited across Australia, New Zealand, South Africa, Canada, and obviously Ireland and Europe as well. Yeah. So we're all very well at, at getting it all together and we know what we're talking about instead of going bluffing it. It's very good. And, <laughs> and from your own observations, now that you've been here a little while or maybe you don't have mm-hmm. a, a big, a great body of work for this, but what are some yeah. of the, what do you think are some of the important factors that companies are looking for when they're hiring people? What, like, what have you seen? But we actually did um, a survey, got in touch with the companies that we work for. We do a big company meeting every year and we invite all our clients to take part. Um, so we found that 78% of the companies that we work with consider technical skills over everything else. So that's a huge wow. thing. So it's, it's, yeah, exactly. Like So your 79% is your attitude. So yeah. if you go into something with the right attitude, you're going to get the culture, the vibe of the company, and think yeah. you're going to be your right fit. They're happy to train you upskill you to help you get there yeah, I think yeah. the biggest thing that we're finding nowadays as well is that it's a candidate's market mm-hmm. so if you if you have the right experience and if you have the right attitude if it's the right willingness to learn you're willing to upskill you want to get stuck in yeah. um, and have that kind of street smart cop on as well companies are more than happy to do whatever it will take so they will wait for your notice period availability is only, is only 16% yeah. um, of importance in that so if you're not available immediately, immediately, excuse me, that won't affect them at all. If, if they want you, they're going to make sure that they get you. Um, and companies are changing the way that they work themselves as well. So mm-hmm. as opposed to the hierarchy from over the years, we all remember getting going within a working organization like that. Yeah. Now you're looking at broader management teams, big networks of staff, structures where we can all develop ourselves, motivate, be set, have a lot more self-awareness in your emotional intelligence as well. Yeah. Um, but it really comes down to the fact that the environments are changing um, to developing structures that are built your networks of teams as opposed to the hierarchies. And employees are really looking for experiences now. Right, um, right. Where they can build, where they can gain on. And the only way to get that is to train and upskill. And every company that we deal with nowadays is supporting that environment for people. Wonderful, wonderful. Good stuff. Well, I'll tell you, um, I don't think Ken, who does the show with me, would have yeah. many of the characteristics of, of the types of individuals now that you just described. So um, I don't even know what he does half the time. Um, what? He just walks around. He has no clue, I think. But uh, apparently he, no, work, apparently he works for himself. Oh, you should have a chat with him, yeah, especially about the attitude, right? Hasn't showed up now <laughs> for three weeks. So that's not, um, you know, that's not great, right? So, but anyway, he clearly is not so a team. what would you say, Mark, are your motivation? Uh, to have him here or uh, to find a job? To find a job. Mm. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big um, I'm a big learner. I love um, I I, I con- yeah. consume I consume the learning experience. Um, I also um, got a bit of a diversified uh, resume, I suppose, where I've had experience in a cross section of industries from um, uh, advertising to digital to transportation. So, uh, so it's eclectic. But uh, the core the core for me has been sales, and I I just haven't found that. Sales are, are that dissimilar in industries because as long as you're following the same kind of routine of 
um, you know, coaching people to to sell the right way. Um, it, mm-hmm. It's it's transferable from from any industry. So, yeah, um, yeah. But I'm a big. And what would uh, you say has been your favorite industry? Um, I would say the industry I'm in right now is very dynamic. Um, I work for Auto Trader and uh, I, I manage the team of people that sell advertising to to uh, to car dealers across Ontario and in the Maritimes. And um, yeah, I, this this one has been the greatest challenge, um, yeah. and I, I like a good challenge as well. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it, it's just it's it's been it's been good. And there's just a lot there's a lot of change going in the industry I'm in. There's it's a it's a it's, people will tell you that the the single worst retail buying experience in North America is buying a car, and so we're in an industry um, or we're in we're in a, a position I think where we can kind of create some change there and transform that buying experience. So that's exciting. Being able to be part of something as transformational as that is something that kind of energizes me for sure. So exactly, I'm glad you didn't say it was a recruitment company. No. <laughs> <laughs> That would have spurred out a bit bad for us. <laughs> no, but good. I think we feel the exact same as a company, like being part of something different. We're a very socially aware company. We're aware of the responsibilities that you're taking on and changing someone's life and getting them a good position. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and you take responsibility and, and there's a saying in our office, if you do the right thing over, you can't go far wrong. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Right. Um, well, Rachel, I um, I have to do a calendar of events here and I have to play a couple of more That's songs. Great. And uh, I really wanted to thank you. We'll have to do it in person soon because I think we'd have fierce crack in yeah, here, yourself, you. myself and Kenny. Yeah. And uh, so we'll like definitely plan. do that. And uh, the best of luck to, uh, to to you getting the business. I know it's in its I know it's in its uh, embryonic stages as it relates to Canada. Yeah, but it sounds stage. like sounds like you got her going there pretty good. That's brilliant. Thank you so much, Mark. I look forward to meeting you again. Yeah, absolutely. Take care, Rachel. Bye. OK, pretty good. In 1842 from Hartlepool and Newton Blue. Found myself a job to do, working on the railway. I was wearing corduroy wages, digging ditches, pulling switches, dodging hitches. I was working on the railway. In 1843, I broke my shovel across me knee. Went to work for the company on the knees and sell me railway. I was wearing corduroy wages, digging I landed on the Liverpool shore. Me belly was empty, me hands were raw with working on the railway, the GNR. I am weary of the railway. Now Paddy works on the there we go, Luke Kelly. Paddy works on the railway. 
All right, folks, I'm going to go ahead here with the Guinness Community Calendar of Events here now uh, before we uh, sign off here with one more tune. Maureen is back with the dancing and Mississauga on Mondays, uh, Hamilton on Tuesdays and the Toronto Emerald Isle Society, um, senior, sorry, the Toronto Emerald Isle Senior Centre on uh, Wednesdays, Saturday, the, on Wednesdays, Saturday, November 24th, and, and that's from 9.30 to 2 p.m. Sorry, on Wednesdays and Saturday, November 24th, from 9.30 to 2 p.m. The Christmas market is on at the Irish Club of Mississauga at 4120 Ridgeway Drive. Uh, if you want information on that, send an email to kellyirishclub at yahoo.ca. Uh, Faskin, uh, Eisner Amper and Whitney Moore present Invest in Ireland, Enter to Europe. That's on Thursday, November the 29th from 8 to 10 a.m. And that's taking place at uh, 333 Bay Street, Suite 2400 at the Bay Adelaide Centre. Friday, November 30th, the Irish Choral Society Pub Night. Um, get down there to, uh, where is that all taking place? Oh, yes, I got a, a phone number here. You can call 416-759-2124. That's taking place down at St. Bonaventure Parish Hall at 1300 Leslie Street. Um, and uh, if you want, to send an email to irishchoral at gmail.com. Saturday, December the 1st, uh, the Donegal Association Pub Night is taking place at the Galway Arms. Be some great uh, prizes going on in there that night. If you're inf- interested in that, uh, contact Holly McGrady, 647 717 Four four eight nine, and the Ireland Canada Chamber of Commerce Toronto Christmas Party is taking place at PG O'Brien's Pub on December the fourteenth. That's at six thirty p.m. and it's in the Fireplace Lounge, so uh, that's always a great night. Pot of Gold tickets are on sale, and you can see our website for ticket sellers. We got them all up there, and that same website is www.saturdayirishradio.com. And if you have an event or anything that you would like us to promote here on um, on Saturday Irish Radio on Keologus Crack, uh, send uh, me an email at mark at saturdayirishradio.com or you can send an email to ken at saturdayirishradio.com. All right. All right, folks. Well, um, that uh, I, I wanted to kind of sign off here by just thanking uh, Rachel Brown from Mead. She sounds like a... Uh, an entertaining young lady there, and we wish her the very best of luck as um, as she gets her business up and running here in Canada. Uh, best of luck to her, and um, hopefully myself and Ken will get her into the studio sometime uh, in the near future. And of course, uh, we're getting close to December. We'll we're getting to the stage now where we'll have to be start starting to think about some um, uh, some Christmas tunes. I didn't put together one today. But um, I got a good feeling that next week we might start kicking in one or two of them and then we'll take the run up to Christmas here. So, all right, folks. And uh, Rachel uh, wanted uh, this um, uh, Dolly Parton tune here, uh, nine to five, um, I suppose, probably says a lot about uh, about the, the, the type the type of work that she's doing right now. OK, folks, that's it from Keologus Crack. Uh, thanks for listening and uh, look forward to uh, have Ken back in studio next week. So I'm sure a lot of people will be relieved to hear about that. But um, looking forward and hope everyone has a good week. Take care. Stumble to the kitchen, pour myself a cup of ambition And yawn and stretch and try to come to life Jump in the shower and the blood starts pumping Out on the streets the traffic starts jumping With folks like me on the job from nine to five
same boat with a lot of your friends Waiting for the day your ship will come in And the tide's gonna turn and it's all gonna roll your way Programming for our Irish community can be heard every Saturday from 11 a.m. to noon. This is 